0: Thank you for listening to Call Me by Your game today. This is, of course, your host with the roast because I deserve to be roasted at all times. Connor McCabe. Uh, and I just wanted to welcome you to listening to this uh, a preview episode of our co-op episode number three featuring Final, Fantasy. Ten. Uh, just in case you're not familiar, the co-op episodes, the full version of those, are available on our Patreon at the $10 DJ Toad tier. Of course, that's all a part of uh, Super NPC Radio, which can be found at Patreon.com/slash/SuperNPCRadio. Um, if you listen to my shows, then you know uh, that we're doing this sort of thing. Um, but I just want to always bring attention to it because we have a ton of excellent additional content like this. Uh, If you're not familiar as well, these co-op episodes are more of a deep dive into what uh, the group on the episode happens to love and thinks works best for the particular game. Uh, Of course, Uh, Today we're talking about Final Fantasy X. It's about a two and a half hour full episode. We've got about a 50 minute preview here for you. I believe it's close to that. Featuring Kristen Thorson, Oscar Montoya, and Jake Sprague. Anyway, it's a wonderful episode. This will be a little chunk in the beginning before we get into uh, our opinions about the game. This is more of our personal context and fun up top. So uh, enjoy. And again, if you would like to check out this full episode, it's available... At the $10 tier, uh, DJ Toad tier at our Patreon at patreon.com slash super and PC radio. But for now, please enjoy this preview of the episode. gotten to hear on my show the the regular feed uh video game histories for personal histories for both Jake and Oscar um Kristen since you haven't been on the show I would love to hear from you like your personal history with video games like and let's start uh as I said earlier share as much or as little as you want but let's start off. like when did you first take an interest in video games
1: uh definitely as a kid um I remember like we had we had an nes and i like to play it but you know when you're like too little to really understand uh <laughs> what you're doing um the genesis was probably when i first started getting super into it um, we we had we only had a handful of games like some disney games but sonic 2 uh, sonic 2 mm. was like me and my sister were hooked on sonic 2 so that was probably when i when i when things first started getting interesting and then from there i got a an N64, and uh, Ooh. and then I uh, from that, and then I had a PS2. But what, it, what I think what really like hooked me is I'm actually not, I, I don't want to be one of those people, but I'm a PC person. <laughs> I've, okay, I've, I've, no, I've, totally been, a, I've been a PC gamer for most of my life. I've always had okay. consoles, but like PC is my my bread and butter, and uh, that's, a, that's definitely. That's definitely what hooked me in. I uh, I was super into Counter-Strike uh, and oh. a bunch of other Half-Life mods, really. Counter-Strike, Data Feet, Team Fortress Classic, like all that that was like what me and my neighborhood friends played together i moved middle schools in the middle of seventh grade which sucks uh, no way (laughs) i'm so sorry well yeah i mean it it, was not the end of the world because i played counter-strike and i found a bunch of kids that also played counter-strike and that was how i found like my group of friends that i ended up being friends with through high school so um, oh my goodness sounds like
0: a game you'll have to come on my regular show and talk about
1: (laughs) i'd be happy to yeah i could i could i they could talk about Counter Strike all day as well.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so you've you're hooked on Counter Strike. I, I do have a question for you. Um, to rewind a little bit, was the Genesis and that those games that you fell in love with? Did you keep those your whole life? And are those the ones that you have still?
1: Yes. Yep. I have. Way that. to go! Yep. Uh, the only thing we don't have the NES anymore because okay. that was like before i had a say in things. <laughs> yes. So that that <laughs> And yeah, they sold. took it
0: to like a to a farm to live with the other NESs. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's probably glue now.
0: Oh man. Um but sorry to interrupt you but uh, so you're on Counter-Strike. This is a big thing. Had, did you were you on the internet a lot too?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm a I'm a child of the internet. Th- through and through i remember i my first aol account was kiddo 889 because my dad called me kiddo and i was eight years old <laughs> and i was born in 1989 <laughs> and i got banned from aol chat for 15 minutes and had a full-blown meltdown thinking i was going to be in so much trouble
2: oh my How <laughs> did you get banned
1: i remember it clear as day i put I, I was in a chat room and i typed a bunch of tildes in a row uh, and then typed in all caps who farted because to me as a little kid that looked like a fart (laughs) that's how you would draw a fart (laughs) and i remember the band was the band was so swift and i started just crying my mom comes into the like kitchen where the computer was and was like what's happened and i was like i i got our aol in trouble
2: (laughs) the aol's in
1: trouble and then my mom like read the message on the screen and they her and my dad just cracked up and stuff we were the L well, O was not in trouble. Luckily,
0: what an <laughs> innocent thing for them to bring the hammer down on! Like, if only th- those mods could have known today how, what the internet is like.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It was that it, is so funny. It was it was a defining moment in Kristen history. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so I was, uh, then I, message boards. Uh, I was also I don't know if anybody knows Habo Hotel. Uh, I mm-hmm. was very into Habo Hotel for a long time, which is a very like. If anybody's listening that knows Habbo Hotel, they'd be like, oh my god, and everybody else, complete blank. Uh,
0: yep. <laughs> it's just like a
1: chat room where you had little avatars and you could like design your rooms with furniture and stuff like that. Oh, um, oh. yeah.
0: So and invite like people could see your room, sort of thing. Yeah,
1: exactly. I was a cool. I was a DJ on Hobo Hut FM.
2: Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. is it anything like Club Penguin? It,
1: kind of. It, it's that's the right idea, but it was it, it predated Club Penguin, and it also okay. like. Um, didn't have chat filters and stuff, and you could. Uh, so it was a little more free wow. than than Club Penguin. <laughs> all I know to that get
3: these are real, <laughs> but they sound like fake names of things. <laughs> you know, oh, Club Hotel Penguin. and Club Penguin. No, I know <laughs> it's real, but I'm saying they don't sound real. <laughs> oh, do. and they the, they do don't animation.
0: don't forget, like Phantasma Gallery was even that topped it all for sure, <laughs> right?
1: Yes, I actually no. I didn't. I, I was not in that.
0: That was a. I was just making oh. up a fake one. Yeah, for put on oh, whoopee
2: cushion. Connor. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> we all it got down, our props. Connor. We got our
1: props. Don't worry. I'm sorry. I spiked it into the ground for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Thank, Thank you very Kristen. much,
3: Jeremy. Could you insert uh, Titus laughing hysterically? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> just that whole scene, please. <laughs> so let us let us just
0: be clear. Minute. 29 is how far it took us for to talk about the just walk a laugh uh so i keep interrupting you but you're on counter-strike what's going on after that
1: um after that uh through college i still just kind of kept i have a bunch of like i still have a bunch of internet friends um and i just kind of shifted to because you know high school friends all moved away to different colleges and Mm -hmm. um but I still played video games with my group of internet friends that I had formed, and I still play video games with a lot of those people to this day. Uh, wow. So yeah, play played played a lot of stuff. I have a I had a PS4 mostly like Nintendo and Sony. Uh, there's a okay. lot of Xbox exclusives I haven't played because I would mm-hmm. I always bought those like late into the generation when they took price dips because there was never anything mm-hmm. I was dying to play on them. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I've, I've played. I feel like I've played most big releases in nice. recent years, but I'm probably missing a lot of stuff
0: along the way. But yeah, hey, it, you can't cover everything. Yeah. Uh, you truly, even if you tried, that would be an impossible task. Well, last question for you. Have you played anything recently, uh, like a new, a new game to you that you've really enjoyed?
1: So a new game to me doesn't have to be a new game.
0: No, could be just new to you.
1: On a whim, I bought Michael Jackson's Moonwalker for the Sega Genesis. <laughs> no way. And I did not expect, I thought I was just buying like a goof game and it was yes. expensive. I figured it was just because it was rare. And I love Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. If you've never seen <laughs> gameplay of Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, you have to. It's it's insane. Like your, att- your attacks are that you like spin and throw stardust at people. You can hold the attack button down and you start an entire dance sequence with every enemy that's on the screen and that and then they all disappear afterwards the final le- the final level michael jackson turns into an airplane and like you fight someone in space yeah, there's a there's a thing you could trigger where he turns into a giant mech uh for a little it's it's like it's an insane game i can't believe that it ever got made uh it's apparently based off of there's a moonwalker movie have it's, you
2: seen that i
1: haven't i have to watch because it, it
2: is a the game is such a direct, it's the same, it, if you play the game, you've seen the movie.
1: Oh, dude, I, ha- I have to watch it, because it's, it's, I didn't, I fully didn't expect it to be good, it's so good, it controls good. well, and it, uh, the music is great, I mean, obviously it's just Michael Jackson mov- music played into the Genesis, but it's, it's so good, it's.
0: Wow. I, have you been streaming that?
1: I did stream it, I, I uploaded a, like, the playthrough to my YouTube, for sure. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, I streamed it a bit ago. I thought about learning to speed run it, but the mm-hmm. last level is really hard. Like I couldn't, I, I don't think I could master that. Wow. More, so or is I it don't like a, too.
0: it's <laughs> like a, is it a beat 'em up
1: type game? It's so the mission is there's, it's not necessarily a beat 'em up. There's hidden children on each level and you have oh, to go find the go. children and rescue them from the evil Mr. Big (laughs) and then and then your monkey bubbles will show up and point you to uh where you need to go
0: next like I said just to beat him up nothing else we need to know about the game (laughs) uh (laughs) uh, (laughs) well that (laughs) is so interesting I don't think I've ever known anyone that at least to my knowledge who had at least said out loud they had played that game so that's really cool yeah yeah it was a Um, big surprise to me I was I loved it Awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much for sharing about your history. Um, before we move on uh, to these fellas, I'd love to know, like, can we get a brief history on, like, when you played your first Final Fantasy game? Is it a franchise that you, since we're talking, I don't even think I've, we've said it yet, but today we're talking, <laughs> I don't think I said it at all, you guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you hinted <laughs> at it. Which yes, is, and it's you know.
0: in the title. The, the, the people listening know we're talking about Final Fantasy X today. Uh, Kristen, um, when did you get into Final Fantasies? Did you, is it a franchise you love? Do you play everyone? What's like your depth of experience there?
1: Um, I have played every numbered Final Fantasy from four on, except for five.
0: Okay. Um,
1: and I've played a few spin offs as well. Um, I, fr- I got into it when, uh, when I was little in like my neighborhood friends. They had, they all had PS1s, and they all had Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VIII. And when we would play, they would like, it would be like, okay, well, I'm Sid and you're Cloud, and da 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 da, da. and I just played along. And they always made me Elena the Turk, by the way, which is now in <laughs> retrospect very <laughs> <Mary> rude. Um,
0: <laughs> Not even a playable character.
1: There's Not even so a playable character. So many characters
2: <laughs> they could have given you. Play- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, disrespectful.
1: Yeah, absolutely disrespectful. Um, so uh, when. I never had a ps1 though so i never played any of the games uh i would watch them like how jake said sometimes i would watch them play them but that was like the 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 extent of it and mm. then i finally i got a ps2 and final fantasy 10 came out and i was like finally my time to shine <laughs> but then oh, i don't wow. think any of them had a ps2 so uh <laughs> so you know it was it, it was it was moot so uh, final fantasy 10 was the first one that i really like put my hands on and then uh from there I was able to get like seven and uh, seven, seven and nine used copies and, Mm -hmm. and uh, it kind of just spiraled out of control from there.
0: (laughs) The rest is history. Uh, That is fantastic. Um, Have you, I have, I have an important question on a game that we, the two of us, three of us talked about playing, which I totally regret buying. Have you ever played Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually I haven't. I didn't have a GameCube, and I was thinking about buying this uh, this this remaster that came out, and then I saw everybody talking about it, and I was like, maybe I'll wait till that goes on sale uh, instead. Yeah. And I I think I have made the right decision.
0: I think you did. Uh, <laughs> it, obviously, we didn't come on the show to talk about that game, but um, it there's a lot of reasons why it's been hard for me to even play it. I've tried it a few times, but well. For another day. Um, Mr. Jake Sprague. Howdy. We've talked about your history with games. We know the important big bullet points for you. But I'd love to know when you first like got interested in the Final Fantasy series and how many you've played. Like, What's your depth of experience with this franchise?
3: I have played, man, so many of them. The only ones I really don't have much knowledge of are the MMOs, which mm. I just, I didn't get in early enough. So I feel like overwhelmed with them a little bit. And I also don't love MMOs in general. So I played Final Fantasy, the original one on the NES. I remember wow. playing, I thought it was really good. I didn't play two until years later. I don't even think it came out here. I can't remember it. Cause I remember I played one and the next one I played I think I played what would be US2. I rented oh. it from mm-hmm. like a Blockbuster or something, yes. which I guess <laughs> is actually 4. Mm-hmm. And then the one that made me like a die hard Final Fantasy fan was Final Fantasy 6. I played it when it was called 3, and it was just the greatest game I've played that so many times. Uh and then I started to realize I loved Square because I was like, oh, my God, they also did Chrono Trigger and Secret of Mana and all this stuff. So I just loved all their games. I kind of fell off because I didn't have a PlayStation. So I didn't play seven until I don't know, like maybe five years ago or something wow. like that. Uh, wow. I didn't play 10 until after that. I played a little bit of eight. Eight's always like I, I wish I liked eight. I just can't get it. I, mm-hmm. I try every once in a while to play eight, and I can't do it. But I really love the series. I've played most all of them uh, to completion. It sounds gross, but that's the yeah, how they that's how the games end when you complete yes, them. Yes, I'm and, with you. And uh, yeah, I I really I love Final Fantasies. Like JRPGs used to be my number number one thing.
0: Oh, what what it changed over? Was it just like a lack of time?
3: Yeah, I think it it is tough to have games that take 80 hours of time. And also, I do feel like (sighs) there was a point, and I'm sure there are lots of games that would prove me wrong, but I felt like in a rut with JRPGs where I was like, I can't do the same formula. I can't get put into a prison and have to escape again. Like, I can't do the same combat system. I just got a little burnt out. But then... You Know something will come out like Final Fantasy 15 came out, and I was like, Oh, well, I love it, I'm having a great yeah. time. So that's cool, yeah. Um, love them, I love the Final Fantasy series.
0: That's wonderful. Do you have a favorite Final Fantasy game?
3: Six, for oh, sure. Oh, six,
0: you did say that, of course, for
3: sure. Six is just so amazing. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think for me, maybe four comes close. I think mm-hmm. seven's pretty brilliant. I yeah. loved 9 when I played it but I haven't played it in so long I don't remember much about it.
0: Mm. I yeah. also meant to ask you do you remember why you bounced off of 8 was it the like junction system was it the story <laughs> and characters?
3: It's I really don't like Squall. He's the protagonist of yeah. 8. I think he's a very bad. For a little while um I swear Square was thinking the best thing about a protagonist is that they're the worst person. You like, wanna, you hate them. Like, I feel like Cloud is a horrible protagonist. Mm -hmm. I feel like Squall is a really bad protagonist. They started to turn it around a bit. And we'll talk about 10 soon, because I actually think they did. Better with 10, Mm -hmm. but for a little while they were like, what if the protagonist is just like a dick and he doesn't want to do anything and he's always quiet? Like, is that cool? And he's also really pretty. Do we want that? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking no, I don't like this.
0: It's almost like Square was enamored with that archetype of of like badass bad boy mm-hmm. meanie character Like Hollywood can sometimes be obsessed And by sometimes I mean always Obsessed with like the white savior character like Oh in,
3: yes uh, I love that Yeah keep going <laughs> Yes
0: Crazy flip you've watched all the white savior movies And they mm-hmm. are your favorite
3: I love them the Greek, <laughs> shout out Fix to, that school <laughs>
0: Yeah, That's why you wanted me to talk about the green book on this show I couldn't remember <laughs> Um, interesting. That's so cool. I, I knew that you had a love for Chrono Trigger. I remember you talking about that on my show and mm-hmm. six and, um, six, I think is, it's only a matter of if or not if, but when we cover it on this show, oh. um, because I know it means a lot to a lot of people. It's not when I finished, I've only gotten, I've gotten to the world of ruin and gotten into that, but that's as far as I ever got. Um, Thank you, Jake, for sharing. Um, Oscar, you also have played Final Fantasy games. Uh, What's your history with them? Do you have a favorite one? Have you played a lot of them? Talk to us, my friend.
2: I discovered them pretty late, uh, in the sense of like, I didn't. I the first, the earliest, the earliest Final Fantasy game I played was six. Um, So I'm not like a hardcore FF fan, I guess. Uh, But six is. Six is incredible. I mean, it's amazing. But I did have a PlayStation when it first came out. I don't know how, but I can... I'll be. I tricked my parents into getting me one. Um, and
0: <laughs> did you tell them it was a like a toaster? <laughs> like, yeah, what did you, yeah.
2: How did you do that? It's a new DVD player. I think that's what I said. And then when it didn't play DVDs, I was like, I must be broken. I'll just take this.
0: Did that excuse work for the one that did have a DVD player? Or did they not believe you?
2: <laughs> well, when PlayStation Two came out, when they're like, "Well, does this one have it?" I'm like, "Yes, it does. It does." <laughs> um, but I they. It, for every place, they had that little like sample packet with like all these games, like Crash oh, yeah. Bandicoot and some motocross game, I think I don't remember. But Final Fantasy VII was one of them, and I played it. And I've at the time I've never played an RPG before, mm. and I sort of avoided RPGs because I was such a fighting game person. Uh, that's like all I played was fighting games or like em ups or action or platformers. Um, so to me, it was like, oh, these oh, are gonna take forever. Oh my God, what is this? Your turn and then my turn, what? what's happening? <laughs> but I mean, the thing that really impressed me from Jump was the damn graphics for Final Fantasy VII. I was mm-hmm. like, yo, they're making games like this now? Yeah. Super yeah. Mario, who? I was like, yo, <laughs> this is the future. So I had to get it. And of course it came with like 12 million you know discs so i was nervous <laughs> but it was fun it was really fun and then i and because of that final fantasy 7 i played final fantasy 6 on an emulator that my friend ha- had had yeah um and then final fantasy 8 came and then 9 10 played 11 for a little bit but like with jake mobas were a little out at the time i was like not really feeling mm. mobas uh never played 12 and uh, when I didn't play thirteen, and I had fourteen, Final Fantasy fourteen, and I had that, I played that for a long time and was very much into it. And uh, then I recent, I mean, I want to say like maybe a year ago, I started playing Final Fantasy thirteen, and it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad, okay? Like, what the hell? People are ugh. It makes me mad because it's like a game that I avoided because other people said it was such crap. But then when I played it, I was like, y'all, this is not bad. As a matter of fact, it's good. Not great. <laughs> good. Yeah. You know? But, uh... You know, my favorite Final Fantasy game is Final Fantasy VIII, and I recognize that Squall is trash, and he is trash, but I think that's the point, point. <laughs> and it, I don't, it's so funny because I, when I play video games, I sort of always hate the main character. I'm never a fan of like the leaders in teams, yeah. like Ninja Turtles, Leonardo can go fuck himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jason the Red Ranger, Tommy the Green Ranger, the Power Rangers can go fuck themselves. Is it because they're boring? It's because they don't have personality. And yeah. it's like if you're, and that's why the silent protagonist is so prevalent in a bunch of RPGs because you're spending so much time with that person. I think it's the it's the theory that I have that like this is why Link from the Zelda series can never speak. Because yeah. if he Ooh. has a ounce of personality, people are gonna shit all over Link. And it's because they put themselves in Link. So they need to be as... Paper thin, two-dimensional as possible. So to me, I like did not care about the like often male protagonists. And as as a matter of fact, that's why I love 13 so much, is because lightning actually had a personality, right? Mm -hmm. I liked it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh but the reason why I loved eight is because the gameplay was so different from seven and it just gelled with me. Like I totally loved I loved the blue mage Aquistus. Like I love the story. I love the villain. Like, I love the weird romance aspect of it. Like, it was great. And some of that is isn't in, prevailing in Final Fantasy X, which is another game mm-hmm. I'll, you know, that, spoiler alert, I enjoy it very much. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, but to me, like, Final Fantasy, the thing that I'll say about the Final Fantasy series is that it was my gateway to other JRPGs okay. that I, like, am obsessed with now. Like, the Breath of Fire Series is like, wow, chef's wow. Kiss. Jeremy, can I get a can I get this but not but as a sound effect?
0: Yeah, make it Thank really, you. really uh nice and really juicy intense a nice version and juicy of it. kiss.
2: And also, sweet Co- sweet Coden is like one of my favorite JRPGs, but I wouldn't have discovered those if it weren't for Final Fantasy. Wow, so I'll okay. say Final Fantasy is like the weed of JRPGs,
0: yes. Far. Speaking about gateway drugs, of course. Mm,
2: of course, yes, yes, yes.
0: Cool. Uh, well, thank you, Oscar. That's really that's really awesome. Uh, and I'm glad that someone stuck up to Jake and just said how that eight is great. So thank you very much. I know it's, I like
2: eight. There's cool. problems with eight, but it's good.
0: Um, it is. It's the we covered it on my show actually. David Danella. Uh, oh, David. David yeah, he. We covered that. way I think I like in June we did that, but it was a great episode, and I'm fascinated by it. It's not one I've played. I'll use this time to pivot into my brief experience with uh. Well, what I'll share is my brief experience with Final Fantasy. I the first one I ever played was Final Fantasy. You know, two in the U.S. but four in Japan, and because my friend, best friend, had it growing up, so I played that one, and that's the one I've probably spent. I've done the most playthroughs of it, but I've never finished it. I've famously, I have trouble finishing games in general, let alone uh, like big, deep JRPGs. For example, not counting the Final Fantasy VII remake Part One, Final Fantasy X is the first Final Fantasy game I've ever finished. Whoa! Yeah. So I just. And what's the
2: reason why you don't finish JRPGs or games? I think.
0: I, you know, I think it goes into, like, a deeper thing, discussion about, like, my, like me and who I am, uh, but I think it probably comes from, like, having so much at your disposal, and, like, if you come up against a roadblock, not having to, like, just hunker down and be like, this is the only game I have, or I don't have a lot of options, so I'm going to go with this, uh, whereas as a kid, I think I could just be like, alright, I'm not going to play it, which is a terrible attitude to have, um, not that games can't be frustrating or difficult, but... So, I really loved Four. We played that at his house. It's not a game I ever had until I got it on like the Wii Virtual Console years later. Um, I played uh, Six on an emulator in like junior high when I discovered emulation. Never finished it as well, but that one is also up there for me. I've played a lot of the classics too. Like Seven, I've started maybe three or four times. This last January was my farthest playthrough. I got. All the way to, I got about right up to the point where the where someone leaves your party for good, let's mm. just say. So I got right up to that point, point. Uh, and then lastly, uh, but I stopped playing it because I found out that they had left my party, but they had all this good materia on them, and I was like, I didn't have like a save I could just go back to that was before I left them. So I was kind of not so motivated to continue. I definitely gave up. Um, I've played, uh, seven remake, of course, I loved seven Remake so much. Um, and then this one, final fantasy 10, and this is a game that I'll get into like the first time I ever experienced it. It wasn't, it was secondhand, but that's about it. So that's my history with final fantasy. Let's get into it. We're already pretty deep into this, deep into time on this show, but we have so much to talk about. So first, as I told y'all up top, I'm going to give a little brief history and context, uh, as we start, it's kind of just like bare bones stuff, but you'll see as we go through, if you want to interrupt at any time or share, you're like, Hey, I think we need to spend more time on this thing. Please do. Um, of course we've got the meat of the show coming up, but, uh, feel free to jump in, but I'll kick it off for us. So final fantasy 10 or X, as you'll see it written because the Roman numeral often, is an RPG developed and published by Square as the 10th entry in the Final Fantasy series. It was originally released for the PlayStation 2 on July 19th, 2001 in Japan and on December 17th, 2001 in North America. Um, I'll already stop it right there. Did... I don't think it, the three, any of the three of you said specifically or not, but did anyone play this game when it like right when it came out? Or... No?
3: No. I didn't play it when it came out. I watched someone play it when it came out, but okay. I didn't play it uh, until years later.
1: Not, like, immediately, gotcha. but I definitely mm-hmm. played it when, like, PS2 was a current-gen console.
0: Cool. Gotcha. So still within, that, uh, within, the, within the heyday of the PS2. Mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. I also... Of course, didn't play it until this year. Um, (laughs) So in the
2: heyday of the PS2?
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I did buy a PS2 this year on eBay, so maybe it's coming back, y'all. Anyway, this game had several departures from franchise norms, including no longer using entirely pre-rendered backdrops, instead using fully three-dimensional models for the most part. Um, It was the first in the series to feature voice acting, did away with the ATB, Active Time Battle System, and introduced the conditional turn-based system. I don't know if that's exactly what they call it. And also used a new leveling system known as the Sphere Grid. Um, for those of you who had played Final Fantasy games before this one, do you remember at all? Um, which maybe this was... No, no, it wasn't just Oscar. Obviously, Jake had played before. But did you... Were any of these like changes in the franchise difficult for you to get over, or do you remember how you gelled with them? Do you remember anything like that?
2: No, well, I mean, I think a lot of the, the cool thing about Final Fantasy is that it keeps evolving. The, mm-hmm. Every like every sequel is different in terms of like, especially with battle and like leveling up and stuff. So um, to me, I and. You know, from Final Fantasy VIII, I embrace change. So for ten, so I was just like, I'm, I'm down. I'm super down to learn this new, new way of battling and leveling up. Yeah, I thought the
3: sphere grid was really cool. I always like the different systems they put in for leveling. You know, it feels like every two games or so they bounce to some sort of job system, mm-hmm. and then they do a more traditional level. And then in ten and twelve. Like 10, they had the spheres and 12, they had sort of that tiled grid that you'd move across. Right. So, uh, yeah, I thought the sphere grid was really, really cool. I remember at the time it feeling like, Whoa, this is so different, especially considering nine was so traditional.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
3: but yeah, I thought I've always thought that stuff's been really, really cool.
0: Interesting. Um, I guess Kristen, since like this was the beginning for you, um, not only in video games, but in life, final fantasy 10 was the beginning. Yes. <laughs> um, is there, do you, have you found after playing, especially since this was your first that moving away from these systems into other ones was difficult or was it like, no, just kind of same as Oscar said, like change is fine and I'll enjoy it.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't mind, uh, new systems i actually kind of like it because it always gives you it helps you stay out of that rut that jake was talking about earlier um maybe not story-wise but at least when you have a different mechanic it's something fresh um and i actually i'm not a big fan of job systems i think maybe that's the toughest one that i've had uh, mm. trouble getting it because i tried tactics and i was like i feel like i'm too dumb for this game <laughs> so uh because that job system was, is pretty complex uh at least seemed like it uh but other than that no i i didn't have too much trouble adjusting to it um and i think that it's a i think it's because of the way that the turn-based works in that like it's still turn-based it's really close to atb you just don't actually have the active part of it yeah um, so that's why if people ever ask me like which final fantasy i think is a good entry point for them i'll always say final fantasy 10 because it's the perfect mm. midway point between uh the way battle kind of evolved into and then how it used to be to me at least
0: yeah i totally see that for someone who is still myself is still such a novice when it comes to uh final fantasy in general and jrpgs as much as i've played a handful now um It was so easy to just get into, I think, for a lot of the reasons that you may be feeling right now. Um, Back to our little history and context uh, for the game setting and story is that set in the fantasy world of Spira, a setting influenced by the South Pacific, Thailand, and Japan, the game's story revolves around a group of adventurers and their quest to defeat a rampaging monster that, when destroyed... Uh, returns is it specifically every 10 years or is it an unspecified amount of time
3: I think it's unspecified I think in Kristen you probably know this more than I do but I think it's like 10 years is one of the longer periods since it's been back I think
1: I've, my gut is telling me that maybe it is every 10 years but I don't know if it's just that it has been 10 years since their last calm in the game mm. um, 10 okay. years definitely stands out but I, I can't say for
0: sure gotcha I do remember thankfully having played it so so recently uh that the I just know that the stories t- uh, between Yuna's pilgrimage and braska's are 10 years apart mm-hmm. um but good to know so it's in return so it's this it's this evil like just absolutely all-consuming entity that returns every 10 years and basically the the summoner has to go and defeat them basically and sacrifice themselves to save humanity. Um, in this story, though, the main the well, the player character is, and pronunciation is always all over the place. I always said Titus growing up, but I've heard recently on a few shows that like Titus is how you're supposed to say it any, Kristen as the expert and we're calling you the expert here.
2: Oh, Any way you feel <laughs> about
0: this?
1: Um I always said Titus my whole life mm-hmm. until like uh even after playing Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is where like they called him Titus out loud f- yeah. for the first time as far as I know, like at, at least in America I feel like. Um <laughs> but then like the voice actor has also gone on record and said that it's supposed to be Titus, but yes. I just it's so I said Titus when I did my most recent playthrough just because I didn't Mm. want angry YouTube comments about how it's (laughs) pronounced. Um, But if if I'm just talking casually, I usually say Titus.
0: Oh, cool. So what I'm feeling here is this is a safe space. We can call him Titus the whole show. Yeah. Yeah.
1: His name Uh, is Titus,
2: but his friends call him Titus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, Well, good. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate the team effort there, folks. Um, So the player character is Titus, a star blitzball athlete who finds himself in Spira after Sin destroys his home of Xanarkand. Shortly after arriving in Spira, Titus joins the summoner Yuna on her pilgrimage to destroy Sin. Um, We have plenty of time to get into story stuff later, but is there anything else y'all felt like touching on for the story before we move on? Cool. All right. Uh, lastly, for a little more history and context of this game's uh, creation is that development of Final Fantasy X began in 1999 with a budget of $33 million and a team of over 100 people. The game was the first in the series not entirely scored by Nobuo Uematsu um, because Masashi Hamauzu and Junya Nakano were signed on as fellow composers. Final Fantasy X was both a critical and commercial success, selling over 8.5 million units worldwide on the PlayStation 2, and on March 13, 2003, it was followed by Final Fantasy X 2, making it the first Final Fantasy game to have a direct Sequel. Was that a downward thumb? A game for you,
2: Kristen. For I, you, a yeah, big it was job, a game for me person. and my
1: my fellow women. I, I hate Final Fantasy X 2. I could do a whole other thing about Final Fantasy X 2.
2: It's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. I, I don't get it. I don't know who it was for. It's, it's, for me. It's, as a gay man, I'm like, yes, this is like high camp. This opening intro was like, I'm on board. But when I played it, I was so angry. Yeah, it's very Banetta in
1: its tone. Like, it, it yeah. has a lot of the same tone as Banetta, and which so I wouldn't have a problem of, of, with it as a game if it didn't just like shit on all the lore of Final Fantasy X. It's like, hey, this character you like, Guess what? They suck now, yeah. and you can't That's do anything nice. about it. Apparently, but it does have there great is. Music. Like,
2: there, yes, I fully agree. But there's a connection between Shinra,
0: yeah,
1: from
2: X2 to the Shinra Corporation on Final Fantasy VII.
1: Yeah, yeah, he oh. says something about the. So there's this kid on the. So, sorry, this Final Fantasy tattoo, but on the on the ship, there's a kid who talks about that he just like found a way to siphon energy from the planets, um, and his name is Shinra. So there's a, there's theories that that kid is this the one who goes on to found shinra in final fantasy 7 oh. and that they're in the same universe i don't know that it's ever been formally confirmed but i mean it's there it's right I mean, it's there people
2: but it's also for the two people you and i have played at yeah. uh, final fantasy 10 <laughs> <10-2. laughs> huh.
0: it's so funny hearing all this about it because I, i'm just i mean i guess they were like well since we're remaking it we have to package 10 with 10 too like Would people just maybe people wouldn't have bought ten two if they didn't do that? Well,
2: in the remake, isn't ten two like a download code, which is to me seems like we'll give you FF ten and then we're giving away (laughs) ten two.
0: Maybe it is. I haven't tried to boot it up. Which I play. I've played the remake, so I don't know. But that would make sense. That
2: felt like that vibe for me. (laughs) Okay. Gotcha. Like, please, please, just play this. Please, 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 please.
0: Go ahead. Please.
3: I uh, think, and I could be wrong here, but I, after I played ten, I immediately put in ten two, and I was not having a good time with it at all. And I think I even texted Kristen like, "Do I need to play this game?" And she said, "No, you don't. Nope. You don't need wow. to play it.
1: Please don't. Uh, there is also a, a, a. I don't know if you guys know. There's a, a like a novel. I, I don't know if it's a novel, but there's a story uh, that's officially canon. Uh, that's also supposedly very bad. Uh, I've never mm. read it because I don't want to. I don't want it in my brain. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but if you're interested in further ruining things for yourself, you could go read that.
0: <laughs> wow. Uh, dang. So I guess I guess I know I don't have to play ten two now. Thank you. Now I don't <laughs> have to ask you out, off pod. I got my answer. Uh, Well, wonderful. So that's just like a brief, very, 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 very brief history and context about this game. Uh, But we're going to go ahead and move on and dive in to the main discussion. Let's dive into the meaty part of the show. Um, Before we get into what all of us love, I would like to still hear a little bit about the context of when each of us played this and really fell for it for the first time or really got sucked in. So Kristen, I know we sort of touched on it with you, but Let's do it again. Um, Can you remind me how you came across this game, or do you maybe you didn't even say?
1: Um, So I knew about Final Fantasy just because my friends were all into Final Fantasy, and uh, I didn't. I didn't have a PS One, so then I had a PS Two, and I saw. um, My mom and I used to go every Saturday to Blockbuster together, and she'd pick out a movie for the family and I'd get to rent a video game and avoid the
0: rush on Fridays go Saturday. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, so on Saturday, uh, so, you know, I'd always pick something out and I remember seeing like, Oh, a final fantasy game for PS2. Like finally, <laughs> finally the one that I could play. <laughs> and, uh, I remember actually I took it home and I remember trying it and not really understanding. I was a big skip through the text. Um, like uh, when it was trying to tell me <laughs> how to do stuff. So I was really lost on the sphere grid. And I remember kind of just leaving it alone and not renting it again uh but then uh going back to it at at some point i I can't pinpoint when i went back to it um but i definitely like got it for asked for it for christmas when maybe that same year or the following year and got it and then um i don't know if it's the same for you guys but i didn't have like a ton of games for my consoles so you know you just from there i just kind of played it to death you know (laughs) Oh, I'm sh- oh, sorry.
3: <laughs>
2: Did everything I could. <laughs> what? What's that?
3: Whoa, was it a gong?
1: <laughs> it is my mic stand, which I frequently you right oh, Are you your muted? Now. You're oh.
3: muted right now. Jeremy, let's get the motorcycle sound in here and talk. Yeah, I, get the
0: motorcycle sound, Jeremy. Oh,
1: sorry. I just got back from a motorcycle ride. Um, it was my mic stand, uh, which oh. I frequently hit when I'm streaming as well. And I bought a shock mount, but it arrived broken, so um, Oh, no. So now that's just a side effect. Sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> But yeah, um, so yeah, that's just played it into the ground, did all the everything I could with it.
0: That's awesome. Uh, When you were really just sinking time into this game, was it that Christmas break and was did it that extend into like school? Do you remember anything about that?
1: I, I couldn't tell you like the specific time. I definitely it had to have been during some sort of break period because yeah, uh, I I distinctly remember that sometimes when my parents weren't home, I would move my PS2 out into the living room and put oh, it on like the, oh, yeah. this, the bigger TV. And I remember like my dad coming home and being like, "Is that guy throwing a ball at the other guy? Why don't you just go now? He's just standing there, you know." So like I, I have those memories of like my dad coming home from work and I had been playing it. So uh, and if I was home during the day, that probably would have been yeah you know, some sort of break. So probably yeah you know, winter break or
0: but, okay. That's cool. I like for me winter break. Well, back when it when you know school was a thing and you had like a, an actual structured break like that, was the golden time for video games. Of course, so was summer. And I if spring break was happening, same thing. But for some reason, there's something about the winter and just this is not a like a new idea at all. But like it's an excuse to just stay at home and just sink all the time you want into a game and be lost in it. So uh that's why i was sort of asking but that's really cool um have you i know you said you played it quite recently how often have you how many times have you played this game and was there anything memorable about those times
1: um i have replayed it i i've i've probably played it through in t- in its entirety at least four times wow i've restarted it but like I'll, I'll always like restart it like get the urge and then fall off or something like that so i've played it more often than that um i can't i'm trying to think of i guess for me my not to like jump too far ahead or spoil anything for anyone but i guess one thing that stands out from my first replay when they released the remaster is uh it had all the international content that we didn't have mm. before in ps2 so here i am thinking like oh i'm gonna just go get this collectible real quick i know right where it is uh, boom walk straight f- into a dark aeon and i was like oh okay well this shouldn't be that bad get murked absolutely destroyed <laughs> uh and, I- <laughs> and that's when i was like oh okay now there's like more for me to do that i haven't done so
0: oh that's great although that's i still like-
1: haven't beaten those dark aeons they're way too hard <laughs>
0: i can only imagine Uh, we'll get into it later but i was like as like vanilla of a playthrough of this game as you could possibly do um that's awesome well thank you for sharing uh a little bit of your personal history with this game uh jake you my friend i also want to hear from you and can you dive into anything you might remember that was special to you about when you played this game also
3: yeah, I was ch- just trying to think about that. And I actually think I do remember when I played it. I can't remember like the exact year or whatever, but it was when I was first coming out here to LA. Okay. And I didn't have any friends or anything out here. I was just getting into comedy and stuff like that. And I remember having some downtime and thinking, I'm going to play some of the final fantasies that I'd never had the chance to beat and I started with seven and then I played ten uh like nice. so I beat seven then I beat ten I think I tried eight at that time didn't work out no big deal <laughs> um, but yeah I just I didn't have Give it another enough chance to, to. Do. come on I and I was actually texting Oscar about this a while back I gave it another chance on the switch recently and it oh. fell off again oh. but anyway uh 10. I uh, yeah, I played this must have been like five years ago, maybe six years ago, or something like that uh, and I played it through all the way. I would also say a pretty vanilla playthrough. I don't know, mm-hmm. I, I guess I feel like I did a lot with it though yeah, and that's cool. that was the environment around me playing that.
0: I love it um you I, I also want to touch on something that you spoke on earlier, and I totally forgot to ask was like you said that you first experienced this game by watching someone play. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about that at all? Because I would love to hear.
3: Well, yeah, that's just the classic. Uh, my friend, uh, this is my uh, buddy Mike, who I uh, grew up with. He had a PlayStation. Cowboy I Mike. did not. Cowboy, Cowboy Mike. Mike, thank you. Uh, he had a PlayStation. <laughs> he had a you know horse saddle, the whole thing, but he could ride a horse <laughs> without a saddle. <laughs> um, so yeah, he uh, he was playing ten and. It, it wasn't as in-depth as I've watched someone play FF7. Before I beat FF7, I saw someone play the entirety of it. But I okay. saw him play a lot of ten, and I always thought it was pretty cool. I thought the battle system looked pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, so that was just, you know, hanging out in my friend's room. I was probably on a Game Boy or something like that, mm-hmm. and he was playing Final Fantasy ten.
0: That's so cool. Uh, Oscar, what about you, my friend? Was there anything memorable about, like, The first time that you played this, have you played it since? Uh, Anything that you want to share, I'd love to hear about.
2: The very first time I played it, I played it much later uh, when it came out, but I do remember I I was playing it in college um, because my roommate in freshman year of college, we were both the straight-edge kids (laughs) on campus, and so all we, we were known as just like the gaming dorm. Like That's we right. Would, we had a Dance Dance Revolution. And people would come, not to brag, but people would come to our room to party <laughs>
0: <laughs> with the two straight edge kids because it was straight, a great exactly. spot. Uh,
2: but uh, one of the uh, you know we we had a Fun Fancy Ten, and my my roommate Jesse owned it, and I've never played it before, so I was like, oh, I'll try. I'll try it. And it was so it was so fun. Cause like you got to I, I got to experience it for the first time with someone who's played the game before. And there's always something really, really cool about that. Cause mm-hmm. like the moments that like shocked me. For some reason, the, the moment that sticks in my head as like <gasps> was such a big deal for me was um, Kimari. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's been a while, so I don't remember. When Kimar- you realize Kamari's like the runt. Yes. Oh, yeah. And he's like little compared to the other, uh, what are they called?
0: Oh, Ronso. Ronso. Ronso.
2: Like that t- That shook me to my very core because I was like, oh, What? And he gets bullied on all the time. Anyway, whatever. So seeing that and my 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 roommate Jesse making fun of me for that, like that was really <laughs> dope. I remember like truly like, you know, running out of breath, like literally losing my breath <laughs> the first time I saw Lulu um, because I was like, <laughs> oh, wow. Now that's a woman. <laughs> it
0: was the hair, right? That's what you're referring to? It was to? the hair. Or the belt. I belts. loved
2: her hair. No, she had, well, she had, I, I mean, I don't want to talk about that. I mean, sure, let's talk about, I mean, to me, the fashion is the reason why I love FFX so much.
0: Mm, yeah. And Lulu
2: specifically is like the most amazing. I, I, I'm also a drag performer, so like, I'll look at someone like Lulu and be like, "I want an outfit like that." Yeah. But then, realistically, looking at Lulu and being like, "Okay, there's like weird fur, <laughs> like a weird fur trim, like that starts at her nipples because yes. it like it goes way down," and then you have like this like tight corseted leather kimono top, yeah. and then a belted like hoop skirt. Do you know how heavy and noisy? That would be, realistically speaking, there's no Uh, way that would be a real outfit, ever. It's
0: amazing to me that her evasion is so good in this game. I mean, (laughs) that, all uh, that.
2: uh, But to me, I was just like so obsessed with all of it, and having somebody else watch me experience that was really fun.
1: On the drag Final Fantasy X front, Rock'em Sakura and uh, the French queen from the most recent season of RuPaul's Drag Race, whose name I can't remember, Uh just did a Final Fantasy X fashion video. Stop it! Yeah, like a week ago. So no oh, homework shit. for after the after Hell the podcast. Yeah.
0: I guess you've got. I yeah. wonder if
2: they've made. A, I wonder if there's a. I want to. I need to do my research to be to see if there's any cosplayers that have done Lulu and what it looked like. Actually, oh, I'm sure
0: there's plenty of cosplayers who have. That's my guess. Uh well, cool. Um. Did maybe I can't remember if I cut you off. Did you get to share what you wanted to, Oscar, or have you revisited this game recently? Uh,
2: Yes, when it came out, on I actually replayed the game when it was on Vita, (laughs) RIP, and I played all of FF10 that way. This was like five, six years ago. Okay, when it came out, I don't remember how long that remake came, but uh, yeah, I played it and I enjoyed it very much.
0: Okay, very cool. I kind of have a similar experience to Jake. Uh, My best friend growing up had, I never had a PS2 until literally this summer, Um, but his family did. But this was a console that lived in his older brother's room and the GameCube lived in his room, which, you know, just makes sense. Like little kid gets the GameCube because it's a baby's toy. Uh, I love the GameCube. Um, But this was a game that I didn't, I don't remember playing very much. He, I'm sure my friend let me play, but I was just so okay to watch him play this game because I had never seen anything like it before. Like, the graphics and the FMV scenes, which we'll talk about, I'm sure, just kind of blew me away. And were. it gave me a similar feeling that I felt when I first saw the opening uh, sequence for Super Smash Bros. Melee. Like when I first saw that and it's, it was another like FMV sequence and Mario is the sta- is the trophy, but he starts to turn into Mario. Like I, rem- I, my, he famously makes fun of me because I, as that happened, I said, it's like a movie. And <laughs> I was just so into it. So final yeah. fantasy 10 filled a similar void. And, uh, just as far as like, uh, it was so fascinating to me and, Having not played a lot of JRPGs, it was really cool. And another thing I remember was that they, it wasn't like winter break. It was the summer of 2002. So this was the game my friend kind of played all summer. So I would gradually, we spent so much time together. When I would go over there, I would just be like, well, what's happening in Final Fantasy 10? And then not until my, like this playthrough that I just did, did I realize how much of this game I actually saw, like and i may have actually seen the final boss in this in when he played i remember well not the, technically not the final boss but uh brasco's final aeon ject i remember i at least seeing that image i was like i've either googled this or i watched my friend play it so but yeah until i played it this summer i never really had any experience with it it but truly, immediately, it, it had me hooked. As much as early on in the game is so heavy with story, you don't get very much time to like just start battling and going through an area, which is always really fun. I love those sorts of loops. It takes a while to get into it. But that said, it got me immediately, which is why we're here, which is why I texted uh, Jake and Oscar and then Kristen. You came into our lives, and we're so fortunate. Um, <laughs>